Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. Today, I am once again with Dr. Anand Bhatt. I read a book before I came down here called Origins of the New South right. uh, by C. Van Woodward. He wrote a book also called, um, uh, uh, what is it called? The Strange Career of Jim Crow. It actually, Martin Luther King quoted it at his speech in Selma. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's very interesting. The story of segregation and why segregation happened is actually more complicated than people want to admit. And what happened was segregation and Jim Crow didn't happen immediately after the Civil War. It actually happened about 30 years later. Uh, uh, it happened actually around 1900. Because what happened was the two-party system, the Republicans were the National Party and the Northern Party, and they were occupying the South. And what happened is the South, after slavery, was dirt poor, had right. no money had nothing to tax because they actually taxed the slaves. And now there was no slavery. There was no, no money for tax. The amount of money and the federal government didn't support schools. So the poorest state in the North was Kansas. And it was like $1,300 per year was the annual income in 1900. The average Southern state was like $350 per capita. Wow. So you're talking about Latin. I mean, I, I want to know, I would want, like to know in 1900 was Louisiana as poor as Latin America. It might've been, it might've been. I'm not convinced people went to school in Louisiana until the 30s or 40s. Right. Because, so anyway, what happened was the populist movement. And this is what Thomas Frank is now writing a lot more about in his new book. But what happened was at a certain point, the poor whites were going third party. They were going for the populist party or the farmers party or greenback party. They had a bunch of parties, but they were non-democrat. They were upset. They wouldn't go Republican because of the Civil War, but they were non-democrat. And they were independent. And the, the rich former slave owners owned the Democratic Party who were allied with Wall Street in New York. So the Southern, if you notice, between the Civil War and 1920, every single presidential candidate was from New York or Ohio. Mm -hmm. Because those were the only two swing states. Because New York City was still Democratic. Even during the Civil War era, New York City supported slavery. That's what people don't realize. Mm -hmm. New York City supported slavery. And they were allied with the Southern Democrats and they used to provide the money. So you have a very Latin America situation where you have the elite rich are more connected to New York City and big finance than they are with their local people, which is how any of Latin America or Africa or Asia is. They're more tied in with London or Madrid or Paris than they are with their own people. So the South, uh, uh, so the farmers movement began to get more and more radical in the South. And they realized as long as uh, what was happening is the Blacks were still Republican. And now because they were still Republican, they were kind of swing between sometimes Democrats, sometimes Republican, but they were still Republican. Then the Populist Party got the idea, specifically in Georgia, there was a guy named um, Tom Watson. And he's a very interesting person. And he, he wrote, he gave a famous speech that said, we must reach out to the poor Black farmers as poor white farmers. And racism is used by the rich whites to separate us and rob us separately. This is said by Tom Watson in like 1892. Wow, that's, that is a mad, we preach that all the time. That is, well, that's yes, where the separation comes, yeah. Yes, and what happened is the Southern, and what happened is the populace fused with the black Republicans creating something called the Fusion Party. Mm -hmm. And in North Carolina, they won the governorship and the legislature. Later. The Democrats went on a lynching campaign, a white supremacy campaign, and then they wrote 
1900, not in 1870, not in 1880, not in 1890, in 1900, after the United States took Puerto Rico, okay, and once the North now had non-white people they didn't want to vote, okay, then they said, well, you know, we don't want these minorities to vote, and they passed all these Jim Crow constitutions, but it was two ways. They didn't want blacks to vote, so they passed laws for that, but they didn't want the poor whites to vote either, so they made the poll tax. Actually, Texas didn't even have the ban on blacks voting. It was just the poll tax. Texas actually, the Civil, the Voting Rights Act of 1965 actually did not apply to Texas. Mm-hmm. Texas was added to the Voting Rights Act because of Spanish language discrimination, not because they did not ban vote by race in Texas. It was just the poll tax. And the poll tax, so the voter rolls in Georgia went from like 100,000 to 10,000, which meant it wasn't just blacks being disenfranchised. It was whites as well. But segregation it was the right kind of whites, and that's what I try to tell people all of the times. Yes. And, and and that is and this is the root of this is why Jim Crow happened. It actually happened for class reasons. It came because when the solution has been the same since 1892, it's the same solution. Poor whites and poor blacks have to unite. What Tom Watson said then is still true today. And the one time it got close, the elites flipped out. And that's how Jim Crow happened. That's and with that, that is our second, that is our second piece. Thank you very much, Dr. Bat, for that yeah. little historical lesson, which I think many uh, probably need to know because once they know that, more of us can get together and win. Yes, I mean, read Tom Frank's new book. He actually has gone into the whole thing. When did it start? When, when did that book come out? Thomas Frank, book? What's the Matter with Kansas? His I new saw book. That, that's, that's old. That's old. His new book is called The People Know. When did he and release that one? This year. This year, okay. And he, uh, he talks about it because he was very upset. People keep saying populist means racist. And he says, in America, that's that's 100% not true. And then he actually went into the history of it. And he says, actually, the populists at that time frame were probably the least racist people right. in America. Thank you so kindly for having been here on Politics Done Right. As usual, you, <laughs> you young men always have a word of wisdom. Thank you so kindly for being here, brother. Great to be here. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. <laughs>